naysayers and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we are going to tell you the truth give you the facts because we want to help you make this a better USA. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie Dupree. Hey, Herman, how you doing today, buddy? Fine. What do you mean a strong ground game for Donald Trump? Well, you know, we talked about this. I bored you last week with this talk about getting the full delegate slates up in Alabama. Uh, that Trump and Carson and Rubio and Cruz were able to do, but Jeb Bush was not. You know, right. to me, it's it's what we call the invisible primary. You you know, you can do all the out front events, you can have all the the debate appearances and more, do the speeches, the rallies, but it's behind the scenes where sometimes not everything gets done right. So uh, one of my buddies who's been in Iowa a lot told me the other day when I saw him in Milwaukee, he said, "Look, Trump does have a strong organization on the ground in Iowa, and we've heard talk that he's got a strong organization in a lot of places." Well, yesterday, one month before the deadline, Trump filed the voter signatures that he needs to get on the ballot in Virginia. And I can hear people saying, so what? Yeah. Whatever. You get on the ballot. Except if you go back four years ago, the the voter signature requirement in Virginia, you need an overall number and then you need them from each congressional district as well, a certain number. Right. Well, they it tripped up Newt Gingrich. Newt didn't even get on the ballot in Virginia in 2012. And it tripped up Rick Santorum. He didn't get on the ballot either in 2012 in Virginia. The only two people who did in the Republican primary, if I remember correctly, were Mitt Romney and Ron Paul. So... Uh, Trump obviously has had his people out doing their work to get the signatures from every end of the state of Virginia. It's not just you can't just have one rally and get it done. And so they've already got their their uh, their voter signatures in and they'll be on the ballot. You know, it's that kind of thing where you look at it and think, OK, you're not waiting till the last day to file those signatures. No, you've got that all done. That, to me, is one of those invisible primary things that you can't discount. And, and you know, as I look at the field and, and people constantly ask me, you know, can Trump win? Absolutely he can win. Uh, again, I still think that his main Achilles heel is going to be if he really does not respond to negative advertising. We'll get that theory tested out now over the next two and a half months. Now, what about in New Hampshire and Iowa and South Carolina? Do you have to have a certain number of signatures? No, also? I don't think so. I, I think in those places you just file, you pay the fee to get on the ballot. For example, okay. I saw a story yesterday out of Arkansas that uh, the, the filing deadline had come down in Arkansas. And there, it's interesting, the parties do it differently. The Democrats, it's only $2,500 to get on the ballot, so $2,500. The Republican, to get on the ballot in Arkansas for the primary, it's $25,000. Really? And, uh, yeah, and this story... I saw said that uh, Jim Gilmore, who, you know, is allegedly running for president on the Republican side, and George Pataki did not pay the money uh, to file the paperwork to appear on that primary ballot in Arkansas. So, you know, there are some times when you just don't have the money or you decide you don't want to play, and in a sense, the, the winnowing of the field takes place in the invisible primary. I mean, again, Jeb Bush did not fill out a full de- slate of delegates in Alabama last week. Carson, Rubio, Cruz, and uh, and Trump did. 
Rand Paul almost got there. So it's these little things behind the scenes that you watch. Again, it doesn't guarantee you're going to win, but I do find it interesting just to look at. So in some states, like the one talking about, uh, is it Arkansas? You Arkansas, have to, yeah. You have it's, to have a slate of delegates. That Alabama, are, you, well, Al- you don't have to, but oh. if you want to win delegates, you've got to get your people on the ballot. Right. Uh, Alabama is one of a few states that has uh, that, that will put the names of the delegates actually on the ballot as well to be voted for, along with the presidential candidate. Most states don't do it that way. You know, if you win in Georgia, you get awarded a number of delegates, and then later on there are different county and district conventions that meet to select who those delegates are. Right. Uh, but in uh, in these cases, in a couple states, they actually put the names of the delegates on the ballot, and so you have to have them ready to go. I mean, I can think of uh, another state off the top of my head. I think Illinois uh, is like that. I think Pennsylvania is like that as well, where I, I think I recall last time in 2012 that Rick Santorum in his home state couldn't even get full slates of delegates, and then he ended up getting out of the race against Mitt Romney. Wow. Now, I was on a Fox Business show yesterday. It was a Charles Payne's show, and and I was kind of surprised. There was a young lady who was introduced as national spokesperson for Donald Trump. Have you heard about her? Uh, what's her name? Katrina from Texas. You, that's all I know. No, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I haven't dealt with her. There's okay. a woman uh, named Hope Hicks who uh, who does a lot of his stuff, but I would assume that uh, that he's got to start getting sort of, um, you know, surrogates out there who are acting for him to go on these shows. Since, right. Since it's a lot of campaigns send out people like that. Yeah, because he can't be everywhere. No, you can't, and you can't expect to be everywhere. The, the problem is, though, sometimes that those people can go a little off the uh, reservation oh, and yeah. not exactly uh, uh, hue to the message that you'd like to have. But that's all part and parcel of, of what's going on now. You know, Herman, I was just looking um, ahead uh, to this weekend's debate that the Democrats are having. You know, we've talked about this a number of times that the Democrats are having their first, uh, their next two debates on Saturday nights and how that's just a bad night for television and there's so many other things that are going on. And the one thing I'd said to my buddies out in uh, out of the debate in Milwaukee, I said, i got to check to see uh, what's on in college football Saturday night because, you know, let's face it, there, there might be some people that are more interested in that. Well, Iowa... Uh, for those of you not paying attention closely to college football right now, <laughs> Iowa is 9-0 and and 5-0 right. and in the Big Ten. They're ranked number five, if I remember correctly, so they're on the cusp of uh, maybe getting into the college football playoff if they can run the table. Right. So this Saturday night in Iowa, you've got a debate, or you can watch your 9-0 and Iowa Hawkeyes at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So that game is going to be going on during the Democratic debate. Now, I ask you. Who are they uh, playing? Uh, they're playing Minnesota. So it's, you know, they should win. But still, if you're a big-time fan, are you going to be watching the Iowa game at home? Or are you going to be watching the Democratic debate? I refuse to answer on the grounds that it might incriminate me. Yeah, exactly. Me. I know what you're going to be watching. <laughs> I'm going to take the filth. Yeah, and, and I understand that. And so that's why I look at this and I yeah. think... Uh, the you know you don't get as much bang for your buck you don't get as much publicity and that's why there have been people I think that have looked at this and said uh, this has been an effort to sort of shield Hillary Clinton in a exactly. sense exactly and not have these things during the week having because- a debate on a Saturday night during football season is to make sure that. She doesn't get asked any hard questions. And remember, their Sunday night debate in January, a Sunday night debate, is going to be during the NFL playoffs. So that one will <laughs> run into even more, yes. 
What my. do I know? I just work here. I just report. And my, I, my, my, my. I put this up uh, uh, for any of you who read my blog from time to time. I, I put up something yesterday that's sort of a 24 hours day in the life of a reporter out on uh, at these events. You can find it at jamiedupree.com and just sort of go behind the scenes. I've been interested to hear, actually, Herman, from a number of listeners who say after they read this, they had no idea of all the logistical and other things that you've got to go through in order to cover some of these events. Uh, for example, buying our internet service and, and just sort of getting all your uh, cables and everything in the right place, etc. So if you have a minute, take a look at that. It's, uh, it's a reminder that you can't just sort of show up and, and cover something. Oh, You've you no. got to do some behind-the-scenes work to get ready for it as well. Yep, there's, there's a lot of work to it. It's very similar to, it's easy for people to say, well, why don't you run for president again? Oh, geez, you, yeah. on, you only talked about some of the things that you have to go through state by state in order to get on the ballot. But getting a campaign started, raising money, getting the right staff, I mean, it is not just a wink-wink, here-we-go type thing. Well, it's not only getting the right staff uh, and staff that does a good job, but it's staff you can trust as well trust. and staff that actually gets it done. I mean, those are, yep. you know, you think of the size of these operations and you, you really do understand why it's uh, it, it's so difficult in a sense. There's a new uh, new poll out today on the Democratic side about the national race. Again, uh, CBS New York Times poll showing Hillary Clinton with a strong lead over Bernie Sanders of 19 points. I will note that in this poll, Martin O'Malley is at 5%, which is by far the highest that he has been. Well, let's see. Here's a poll back in August that had him at 4. He has not been at 5 since June. So now I don't know if this is, you know, I'm sure the O'Malley people are hoping with Jim Webb and Lincoln Chafee out of the way and just and no Joe Biden that maybe with a three candidate horse race that he could become an alternative. But still, uh, he, O'Malley, has not been able to push Bernie Sanders off that dime at this point in time. Nah, well, we'll see. But he'll get I his don't chance sa- Saturday night when the, those people who are not watching football <laughs> tune in. Yes. What about using state polls to see candidates? What What do you mean by that? Yeah, this is uh, Rents Priebus talked to us about it yesterday, and there was a meeting yesterday involving uh, Republican officials as well. You know, think about it: the, the the Republicans and the networks have decided who's going to be on the main stage, who's going to be in the pre-debate, based on averages of national polls. But you and I both know that the national polls don't elect anybody. It's a state-by-state kind of thing. And the polls are slightly different when you look at places like Iowa and New Hampshire than they are uh, nationally. So the idea is, as we get, I don't think it'll happen in this next debate out in Nevada on December 15th. But I do think that maybe there might be a difference in criteria when we get to the last big debate in New Hampshire or the last big debate in Iowa probably in January of next year. Because, I mean, for example, uh, the you know, you look at the, the national, it, it's sort of Trump Carson, Rubio Cruz, and then on down. But the New Hampshire surveys have been slightly different. And, uh, you know, the, you've, you've got, uh, for example, in those, uh, John Kasich does much better in New Hampshire. Jeb Bush does better in New Hampshire. And Chris Christie does better in New Hampshire. And so you might have a different lineup there if everybody's still around come January. I say this about uh, talking earlier about college football. I really believe this. If you're at all a college football fan, you know, right now everybody's uh, kicking and screaming about who's possibly going to be in the four-team playoff. And, right. you know, every week we go through these, oh, what if this happens and what if that happens, a disaster scenario, this team loses, what about this? I sort of look at the GOP race right now as the same kind of thing. We're all talking about, oh, how are they ever going to winnow the field? How's it ever going to get down to uh, four teams? I think it'll get down just sort of by 
natural selection over the next couple of months. And once we turn into the March 1st primary, I think the field will be much smaller than it is now. I haven't agree with that, and I think because I think we're beginning to see it. Uh, the candidates may be hanging on by the skin of their teeth uh, or the skin of their checkbook, whichever the case may be, yep. but I, I agree. And, you know, so it, I would agree with you that it's going to be a much smaller field by then. And like you said, the tier one, no change. Tier two, hardly any change. Now, in New Hampshire, it's my understanding that Kasich and Jeb Bush have been doing advertising in, in New Hampshire. Yeah, the latest poll was from uh, the last Wednesday out of New Hampshire. So just to give you a sort of snapshot of where we are there, Trump in first, Carson in second, then Rubio, then Kasich, then Bush. Uh, Actually, uh, Kasich, Christie, then Bush. Right. So you can see that New Hampshire flavor is much different in those three, four, five, six spots than the national polls. Now, you know, I, I remember a lot of this is momentum. You know, what do they always say? There's only a couple tickets out of Iowa and a couple out of New Hampshire. Momentum is the big deal. I would agree. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. See you tomorrow, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.